We are live. I am your host of the Austin Live and Local, live from the ATX podcast, Brian Kern. I am here with Peter Perez from DreamHack. This is a little bit of a special edition show we have for you guys. Um, we are about a week and a half removed from the DreamHack Austin event, which is happening June 1st through 3rd. Peter is part of the promotional team, am I correct? Yeah. That's what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. Peter's going to talk about how fantastic this event is going to be. You guys should check it out. Again, it is June 1st through the 3rd. We will be there live covering the event. We're going to be covering uh, the cosplay competition. We're going to be covering a lot of the um, eSport competition that's going to be going on. Uh, we're also going to be doing some street team work that we just decided on today. We're going to be working with you and your whole approach to getting the the mid yeah, promotions going. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be a good time. So, Peter, introduce yourself and what you do with DreamHack, man. Yeah, so I'm part of the marketing effort. I'm a marketing lead for the 50-plus ambassadors that we have here within Texas. And so we'll do different activations to try to interact with the public to get them excited about gaming as a lifestyle and how it's really this... Uh, this movement that's taking place where gaming is no longer just some basement dwelling, you know, just back end, just somebody who is just, you know, people tie it with addictions and all these other things, whatever. That's not what it is anymore. There's careers being created. If you, uh, you know, parent for parents that are out there worried about their kids, if you want them to go to college to be a doctor and a lawyer, they can now be doctors and lawyers within the esports and gaming world. And that exists. So all the career tracks that existed for the traditional sports world is now and, and currently unfolding and in full force, moving full speed ahead with competitive video gaming and gaming as a lifestyle as a whole. And so the collegiate you know, aside, they're making steps to help create some academia to help train people and get them ready for some of this. And that's still early stage for a lot of that stuff. But the competitions are clearly massive, right? right. $25 million prize pool for Dota 2 tournaments and Fortnite mentioning they're putting $100 million into competitions. You can imagine, you know, with that kind of momentum and the dollars that are moving in behind gaming, that it's clearly it's nowhere. It's still in its infancy, but it's not going away anytime soon. So, uh, like you said, gaming is now becoming a lifestyle. And I think that's probably the biggest thing to, that people need to focus on is... Uh, you have your your competitions, your esport teams. It's become a out more than a hobby. It's now a sport, right? Um, but now it's able to transcend into that lifestyle community and not necessarily be um, looked down on or or judged as rough as it was in the past. Because, like you said, it is is when you were a gamer, you were in your basement. You know, get off the games, get out and do something. Well, now you actually yeah. can. And you talk about uh, on a collegiate level. You know, we were discussing earlier universities having uh, gaming degrees now, uh, full fledged degrees in competitive gaming because it is blowing up scholarships yeah and yeah. now working like the wellness into it uh how it's being transitioned into military uh job opportunities the tech industry it's blowing up it's safe to say that dreamhack's probably the the best channel to really translate from the the niche communities gaming's or gaming is in now mm -hmm. to the public eye am i correct in that well it's crossing over a lot of the industries right the music industry has clearly right. been in the festival space and creating all these amazing events and dreamhack has you know had these amazing successes within europe uh starting out in sweden so that maybe this is an opportunity to give a little history that's what um, i was going to go know, into so how has dreamhack affected the gaming community and transitioned it into the public eye yeah so it started back in 1994 back in sweden uh it started out just kind of like this, you know, hackathon style type event that was kind of offline. It Probably wasn't land, even. Land yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it, it kind of transitioned into more of the gaming and entertainment, and people started bringing out their computers more and more. And so as years continued on, they started to add more uh, elements into that. And so music became a part of it naturally. You know, EDM is obviously very popular within Europe and within the gaming community itself. Right. And so uh, now they're getting into the business expo side and uh, bringing in panels and 
talks from prominent people within the gaming industry that talks about you know the, the infrastructure itself and how it's unfolding and all this overlap that's taking place between traditional sports moving in and NBA 2K, Madden, right? Yeah. All, all the NFL and <laughs> NBA. Actual drafts yeah. for those games, oh, like man. breaking that barrier and having like, it be like that? a... Yeah. Even a few years ago, a lot of people would just be scratching their heads and like, what? Get out of here. When you talked about your gaming happen. team, like I remember Madden, like when you talked about your your team that you built and like getting the stats of, like that's a thing now that you can actually be rewarded for, compensated for. On yeah. Because yeah. kids are getting so into it. Absolutely. Yeah. And so uh, the, the health and wellness, you know, again, mm-hmm. is going to go in there. These, these young competitors know that if they want to be at their peak performance, that they got to take care of their mind and body. And, you know, with that in mind, that's again, going back to, you know, you want your kid to be a doctor, they can do that in esports world. Now they can come in and help with the ergonomics of the entire gaming setup and help coordinate uh, just kind of a, a balance of the the practice that you have to do to be the top competitor that you can be and also balance out your health and wellness, right? We can't just be dumping, you know, any kinds of food in our bodies and, right. and expect to be able to perform at our best. So, you know, that's uh, an important element for me uh, specifically because I've got two young kids. I got a 12-year-old daughter, a 10-year-old son. And they're both, you know, budding competitors. They love gaming. They, you know, it's it's a challenge to uh bring them up in this space because you know they're surrounded by gaming all the time and they think that's you know hey dad's in it so so we get to do it all the time too they make fun of me all the time like oh dad plays games because that's his job and every time we (laughs) criticize him he says it's my job and and so they mock it's exactly what they sound like too it's such a weird way to tease somebody (laughs) it is they're like tease me and i'm like i'm being bullied by my kids i'm like because teased right now and so i i admire them deeply because you know they have the foresight to know that yeah this is a intended to be fun you know they're just poking fun at me but you know they're they also understand the importance of needing to balance it all because you know uh like i tell some parents that i talk to when i go out to the like you know college campuses and meet up at these you know gaming events and you know we i give a lot of love and support to these moms and dads that show up and support their kids that are competing yeah. and you know i tell them like if you didn't come out here and support them you know they'd be at it alone and may may or you know may or may not be able to be as successful without that support system without somebody looking out for them right and so the you know, we hear it in the media, people talking about, you know, their fears about addiction and like all the violence or whatever attached to that. That's been debunked years ago. If anything, gaming has provided an opportunity for kids to find uh, an outlet to help manage their pain and suffering, right? right? Quality of life improves if you have a gamified lifestyle and for a couple of reasons. And I'll justify this by saying, you know, um, one of the biggest fears is addiction, right? A lot of the parents that come in and forgive me for just kind of like, you know, the segueing into, into a new topic, but I, I feel like this is really important to say get it out, man. Get to it out. That's what you're here for. a lot of folks out there uh, because and listen up because this is coming from yeah. someone that's in the industry that's that's revolutionizing exactly what we're talking about and it you you have your experience and not to Absolutely. not to cut you off but to oh, kind of no. boost you up even more into that regard is uh you you talked about DreamHack starting as like these little just niche parties, and now it is the the vessel for people to understand Absolutely. what is capable through yeah. gaming because it's not just a little hobby anymore for a lot of people. Absolutely it's not. something no, that's, that's being taken very career, serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of career tracks that are opening up, and parents are still out there, still trying to figure out like how do I balance it all? How do I? You know, my kids are in love with gaming. You ask, you know, kids that go to school nowadays, like how many kids play soccer? And like, well, I have no idea. But you ask them how many kids play Fortnite, and they're like everybody. 
And that trend is going to continue to move on. And as they play more games, parents are going to be more concerned about the time that they're spending playing those games. And so it's when they when they start bringing up conversations about addictions and things like that, I immediately bring up a gentleman by the name of Gabor Mate, who's a physician in Canada, who deals with people that have severe addictions. And he treats them in various ways, but he distills it all down basically to the fact that somebody who is dealing with addiction, we need to re- redesign or re- reapproach our thinking surrounding the addiction itself and not ask why the addiction we need to ask why the suffering right because there's an underlying suffering that's happening behind from either past trauma or current trauma or whatever is they're filling that void that emptiness right right, with content whatever that might be it could be money drugs sex like pick your poison any of those substances can be addicted but they're not inherently addictive um, so there, you may have genetic markers, you know, that gives you a predisposition for addiction, addiction general, but that yeah. is not a predetermination. That's a completely mean different. Everybody thing. Everybody that drinks alcohol is going to get addicted. Exactly. I mean, there's people with genetic markers for cancer that never get cancer, and there's people who have genetic mark that don't have any genetic markers for cancer and still get cancer. So I mean, we can't look at this as like you know, my father has an addiction problem, so I have to be careful of my kid and I have to protect them. And it's like, no, it's just we need to we need to make sure that more importantly than anything else we have quality human connection right without it you're left finding that connection and other things that aren't necessarily going to be with your peers or your family and so this gaming space uh completely flips that all on its head by opening up this multiplayer world Uh, you know the the narratives the stories that are created the art uh all the passion that goes into making gaming what it is is improving quality of life for people who are dealing with life situations that are, you know, somewhat difficult to overcome. And so what I would say is that, you know, for folks that are out there, like worried about the whole like school shootings and things that are going on out there as absolutely nothing to do with gaming and gaming, perhaps uh, I would argue that gaming helped them prevent becoming a violent individual because it gave them an outlet to have a creative expression and to connect on a very intimate level with people either online or connect to the stories and be related to the art and the storytelling that takes place in some of these games no i i completely agree and if that if so if there's anything that dreamhack presents to really teach people about like obviously if you go to dreamhack you're going to get your gaming you're going to get your musical artists you're going to go there for the event as itself but what what's dreamhack trying to get people to really pay attention to if they're teaching a lesson at dreamhack what is it i think the lesson is that the lifestyle has a place and it certainly does have uh this open and welcomeness, this inclusivity, right? Nobody's, you know, nobody's, nobody's ever left out, right? You, you come as you are because the important thing here is that we're here to play. We're here to game. We're here to have fun. We're here to make sure that mom, dad, grandparents, young ones, whatever, have something active to be able to do. And even those that are just suit and tie, you know, they just want to come in and conduct business, right? There's a place for them too. And, you know, DreamHack's kind of, you know, breaking the scene wide open and allowing a lot of crossover between a lot of these other, you know, silos that are out there with music, art, and, you know, um, uh, you know even... Um, you know, like with the other entertainments, like cosplay is a, a very important one too, because that encompasses right the embodiment of the artwork that happens in your favorite games or favorite anime or whatever that, and then they create that and, and they bring it to life. And so, you know, I, I like how DreamHack really breaks every all of that wide open and says, you know, come as you are. You have there's something here for you, whatever that looks like. And we were talking about that earlier, how. Um 
the anime and cosplay and gaming they all kind of transition into these it, very easily you can go from one to the other and it is translatable because you do get the creative aspect the artistic aspect in it all but it does also have other elements the physicality it's got the 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 genius behind the engineering of the games the programming all that to to sum up like this nice little like video games it's more than just having to be athletic like it's almost a complex like it's not just affecting the way that like society is approaching video gaming as far as becoming competitive and allowing there to be uh you know intellectual degrees that are being earned because of it but it's also transitioning into a way of life for a lot of people now but i think it's eventually going to translate over to everybody with virtual reality augmented reality i mean everything that's coming out nowadays is how you're immersing yourself right mm-hmm. yeah. um and you can say that that started in a gaming chair with the speakers by your ears and you know you prop back for 10 hours playing whatever i remember playing 1080 on on n64 till my eyes were just bloodshot like i remember just and it to now be able to have so many different avenues you can take from that one aspect, but how that one aspect of video gaming is changing everything else. It seems like media is being absorbed differently because of video games, music. It's kind of shaping the way that the future could potentially turn out. And so, I mean, what do you think that's going to look like? How do you think that impact is going to... Well, it, it, I, I think uh, I'll recall a story that happened uh, back in Atlanta last year, um, which was phenomenal to me. And a friend of mine... Uh, who had the experience so i have secondhand experience with what had happened and so he, he um a friend of mine who was kind of up late at night walking around and a dad and his son came walked up at 3 a.m and they wanted to get inside this event but they didn't have their badge there wasn't anybody to check them in and so they clearly were lugging their computers and had driven eight plus hours to get out there right so uh they they had so much commitment and drive to come out there and it wasn't even the day the opening day of the event it was like halfway through the event but it was just so important to bring his kid out to this event that he tried everything he could to negotiate with security to get inside this event so my friend uh you know just took it upon himself was like hey i'll take the hit on this one let me take him in there let me get them in there so they can sit down and have have a good time they came all this way we'll deal with the badge in the morning right when the crew right. wakes up and get ready to come sign them in so I, I thought that was a fantastic experience because uh the level of commitment and support that's really taking place with gaming as a lifestyle is that they know that it's not just for them but they're coming in there to immerse themselves with the community right they want to be a part of you know kind of the bigger picture and and what's really unfolding with it because it's a collective effort right? right we can't do all this by ourselves exactly. it's like one person lifting a million pounds is fucking possible yeah. right so if we got a million people, though, everyone's got a one pound of lift and we could just, you know, really do some amazing things with what this collective gaming lifestyle experience can embody. And so uh, this is one of the few places where, you know, myself included being a parent that I can bring my kids and I'll be completely fine with let them sit at, you know, an open play computer lab or like a, an open play setup that they have there. And walk away for several hours and come back and know my kids are still going to be there. And know that they're going to be okay because they're surrounded by other people that are also there for the same purpose. Just a game and have fun. Right. And have an experience with your friends that you've probably been playing with online for all these years but have a chance to do it in person for one weekend. Right. And it's uninterrupted. And that's that's something that we don't normally get to do unless we have friends that coordinate and go to the house. And you know what that's like yeah. when friends try to get together in game. And that that may or may not always work. Eight but nine hours, that's fine. On yeah, a weekend yeah, when yeah. your when your boys are off, you got a couple of days. But everybody has responsibilities, right. and that's something that I think is you're getting me jacked for just sitting here listening to you talk about it, man. Because in my in my head now, I'm envisioning getting there and 
<clears throat> kind of being in a Ready Player One scenario. You're in a completely different world, and it's oh, completely yeah. plugged in, completely simulated. You're going to have uh, the interactions. What, so go through everything. What's going to be at DreamHack? What are the people going to be able to indulge in while they're there? What are they going to take away yeah, from Yeah, you're, you're going to see a lot of uh, opening up. You're going to get in there, and you're immediately going to see all the computers are going to be there. And okay. we're expecting uh, close to 2,500 people that are going to be bringing their own rigs from home which could be you know different variations of right. you know modifications they do their pc that's exciting alone for a lot of people because they go to a, check it's like car yeah, shows almost oh, going yeah. and checking it out what's oh, your yeah, rig you, look see like? rig, you see fish yep. swimming around in people's pcs right you see pcs that yeah, like transformers crazy, yep. that are opening up and like looks like it's getting ready to swallow your face if you get too close uh you've got pcs that look like they're going to get up and drive away uh so a lot of people take a lot of pride in their gaming rigs and, you know, some of them are just game developers. They're right. not necessarily playing anymore, but they're helping create, you know, a bigger infrastructure for the continuation of gamification and playing and gaming right. as a lifestyle. And so you come in there and you see all these computers are going to be there. It's going to fill a lot of the hall immediately. And then you'll you'll see a lot of esports stages that'll be set up with large screens. And then, of course, banners representing each game individually, who, a lot of fighting games. Who are some of the games. bigger teams that are going to be there? Uh, Cloud Nines, of course, going to be out there again, right? Uh, Luminosity, they're going to be out there. If there's uh, a tournament to check out this weekend while the people are there what tournament is it yeah you might you oh man uh my personal favorite uh, they're I, doing Counter-Strike Counter-Strike for sure is going to be there the fighting games are going to be there Hearthstone again another Super competition Smash there. Brother, Rocket be League's going to be big $100,000 PUBG Invitational that's happening there um, they did the online qualifier kind of leading up to that and so you know they're going to have those top teams that are going to be brought out and be able to compete in PUBG this is going to be a first time that we've had kind of a, a player unknown battleground event happen at this level and so that, that takes up a lot of space Right, you can right. imagine four yep. man squads. You're going to need those PCs all set up, and so th- that's going to be a sight to behold. Uh, the cosplay is going to be another entertaining side of yes. it. With people come to see, Yaya Han's going to be guest judging that one with the help of Meg Turney and Pocket. Uh, Meg Turney and Pocket both being from the Austin area, right? Um, and some other guest judges that'll be a part of that as well. Uh, we'll have eighty plus. Twitch streamers that are going to partner Twitch streamers that are going to be on site streaming from uh, from the stream Can you studio. Us some of the names. What are some of the, um, some of the bigger names? Yeah, out there? well, uh, we've got some celebrity announcements that are going to be coming out okay. soon. So, you, so you've got to check the website when those announcements come in a few days. And so, yeah, we've Very got some folks big. that are out there that are going to get a really big in the streaming world that are going to be making an appearance out there. Very cool. Uh, and so we'll be we'll be really excited to to kind of see all, how all of this comes together. The cosplay, of course, is is just one you know small part of the bigger picture and of course leading into the music right on Friday night Cruella is going to be headlining Cruella that one yeah Pegboard Nerds Tokyo Machine they're going to be jumping in and uh, entertaining people starting at 7pm on Friday Uh, in fact you know that's um it's going to be really exciting for that because this is going to be a really big uh, turn of events for the music. So we just got bigger and better uh, comparative to like. the previous years. More music, more cosplay, more gaming. Uh, the expo, for, the expo floor itself, which is going to have a lot of the VR and and experience with a lot of the vendors that are there creating products for the gaming lifestyle community. We're going to have some folks that'll be out there showcasing some of their you know the latest tech that they've got for people to get their hands on. And so that's an exciting part for a lot of these business guys that are out there that want to find a unique way to layer that into their their business model. Um, and so uh, take your pick. I mean, how, how, how can you not be excited from the prospect of seeing gaming culture 
you know, emerge in like such a way degrees. over a weekend. Right. And yeah. and it is 24 hours. You said yeah. uninterrupted. You are essentially stepping into the matrix, getting connected, getting everything all at once, yeah. being able to absorb it all, being able to spend time with it. Uh, I know we're super excited for the cosplay. That was a big, a big portion that we were involved in. Um, I'm excited to be there and, and, and document it in a way, yeah, because yeah. I really think that it's not, it's, it's not going to be, um, it's not going to be one one story you're going to get from it. There's going to be right. so many different stories going on this week or uh, next weekend, and it's really I think gonna gonna s- send a real big message not right, not right, just right. to the gaming community but to everybody that's paying yeah. attention to anything gaming related, yeah. anything. Um, it's kind of second reality related, really. Yeah. I mean, and you you connect online, whether it be through a mobile device. I mean, there's going to be mobile tournaments, which blows my mind. Yeah, like, yeah, mobile, yeah. Like, mobile competitions. People on their phones in competitions yeah. at this event. So, yeah. There'll be a big Magic the Gathering tournament, too. So there's going to be was, tabletop yes. games. That's we a $10,000 tournament right we there. We partnered yeah. with Dragon's Lair uh, last weekend, and we did we went yeah. to one of their events. And yeah, Magic the Gathering tournament. Like, yeah. that's huge. Yeah, that's, Cascade Games is, is behind that one. And they come with us at all the events that they set up and organize kind of these tournaments that happen. Right, there's going to be a mobile Pokemon Go event that'll be happening there as well. So you'll have a chance to you know catch Pokemon while you're there, and then you know, you're comparative, right? You come in and you like who's got the biggest I Pikachu mean, or the smallest Pikachu or whatever, and you'll have all these different like benchmark milestone type awards that'll be given out for people to just you know, like pick your pick your favorite way to game, and more than likely you're going to find it there at DreamHack. Um, one thing I forgot to mention is that we're going to have panels that'll be there where folks from the industry yes. will be showcasing some yeah. of the you know latest and greatest you know talks that they've been given kind of throughout the country or you know maybe some esports competitors i myself will be on a panel sunday afternoon where i'll be i'll be talking to young competitors and how to gain more support from their family and talk more about esports by the numbers and kind of what the market hey, kind man, of looks we'll, like we'll cover that for guys. sure that sounds yeah. real exciting I, yeah, i'd like to fun. see that i'd like to see that presented i'd like to see that because yeah. i know you got people listening and people paying attention now but but no, if you have people who are tuned in, please go to that because I would love to see how that's positioned and how it's translated to people because I think that it, it that's really, and we were talking about that before we went on the air, is it's finding that translation that's really going to catch people. Yeah. It's finding the best way to articulate the message and it's gotta be the relatable. message. And yeah, yeah, and you have to make it cross all these different boundaries, but you guys are doing that and that's why we're really stoked to be involved. We're really stoked to, that you guys are coming through Austin. Thanks. Um, thanks I thanks. know that the event blew up It's and you guys are kind of expecting to be the, the same event last year tenfold. Like you guys oh, are bringing, the, yeah. bringing the, the thunder with this one, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, what's coming up for DreamHack after this? What do you got going so on? It'll be heading into the DreamHack Atlanta. Okay. That's going to be happening in November. Cool. Uh, Pre-sale tickets are already available online if anybody wants to get ready for that one. Again, it's going to be a lot more cosplay, more music, right? It's, right. it's going to be gonna the same thing, right? And same thing that we're doing here in Austin, but again, we're going to add more to it. Every time an event comes around, there's just going to be more unique offerings. Austin next and year is just trying to fit bigger. more people in there until eventually, you know, these arenas are like collapsing by the weight of the gamers that are, you know, marching upon these uh, convention halls. And so it, it's exciting to see it unfold. I I couldn't imagine being anywhere else to be able to move along with these large gaming events and see them unfold. I feel very, you know, humbled to be a part of it and to see, you know, uh, how to get more people involved. That's really what it is. It's, hey man, it's leading it's a- leading everybody by the hand. Whoever, like, how the hell can I get involved? Let me show you. And so there's it's, lots of opportunities for people to do that. It's been a blast to be a part of, man. And I, I appreciate your work and everything that you're putting into it. And you have a very strong message that I think a lot of people are going to cling to. Thanks, and I bro. Think that, I think that uh, when it comes to translating it, you're, you're doing a great job. Thanks. So, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, man, it's been a lot of fun. I, we appreciate you, you guys involving us and letting us be a part of it. June 1st th- to the 3rd. 
3rd, all weekend, 24 hours. Tickets are still available, correct? Day passes are 30 bucks. Weekend passes are $80, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. You got Cruella, you got Pegboard Nerds, you got Tokyo Machine. You have a ton of gaming events. DreamHack Austin, it's going to be awesome. Any any final words before we get out of here? Yeah, there's if, if there's a time now to really represent your inner nerd, this is the place to do it, right? You if you've been looking for an opportunity to surround yourself and completely immerse yourself in the culture that you know you've fallen in love with since you were a kid, since you got your first hand on on a console controller or whatever it looked like, first Game Boy or you know even bring it a little, even a little bit closer with these young gamers that are getting their hands on Fortnite and want to be surrounded by that community or PUBG or whatever it looks like, pick your game. This is the place to do. This is the place to really connect with the other communities that have existed out there all these years, but they just haven't been talking to one this another. Is your crash course, right? This is it. This, this is, is it. your this assembly, is your opening day, your crash course, your your speed dating, yeah. whatever you want to call it. This is your 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 opportunity. Are these three days to really get immersed and really get yourself out there and yeah. involved in the community? Uh, we're going to be continue to promote it out. Obviously, we're going to actually be doing a special little contest when we post the episode later tonight. We're going to include all the fans, all the followers of, of us on social. Media. Yeah, we get some passes away. You have a chance to, have a chance to win yeah. some passes. And we're going to come up with the rules and stuff a little bit later when we post the episode. But you guys are going to have a chance to win tickets to the event. We're excited. Super excited here, man. Awesome. I appreciate you coming on. Awesome. Thanks, Thank Brian. Yeah, Thanks. absolutely, Peter. Appreciate Peter you, Peter Perez man. from Love Team you, Hack, man. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's fucking great. Thanks, brother.